providing you with health information and guests to elevate your health and life and help make your life better in 30 minutes or less. This is the Frontline Health Podcast. Could folic acid be the reason some couples are unable to get pregnant? We're going to explore that today on this episode of Frontline Health by CenturionLabs.com. In our last episode, we discussed folic acid and the growing evidence that it may be the culprit behind the increasing numbers of kids with allergies. But this week, we want to talk through some of the studies that suggest folic acid could be the reason couples aren't getting pregnant or staying pregnant. Let me reiterate the same thing I acknowledged in our last episode. There is a lot of research and study around folic acid in pregnancy, and I don't want to discount that research. It's extremely important that you have folate during your pregnancy to reduce the chance of neural tube defects, and it shouldn't be discounted. But like I mentioned on the last episode, it's folate that's important, not folic acid. I believe it's an indisputable fact that you need folate in order to have a healthy pregnancy. But I also believe the studies suggest the form of folate is the most important thing to consider. In our last episode, we discussed the three forms of folate. Folic acid, which is the synthetic form and was formed in a lab in the 1950s as a supplement, and the two other forms, methylfolate and folinic acid, which are the natural forms and are found in non-processed foods. They're the forms that we get when we eat green leafy veggies along with other veggies and fruits and are the most important for our health. So what is it about these different forms of folate that are so important to getting pregnant and staying pregnant? In an earlier episode, we discussed the mutation at the MTHFR gene and the many problems that arise from having this mutation. If you remember, it's believed that nearly 40 to 60% of the population has this particular gene mutation which means they're either unable to or have a reduced ability to process folic acid, which should be a cause for concern, especially if you're a couple, or especially if you couple that with what we discussed on our last episode regarding folic acid and its relationship to allergies and an increased likelihood of certain cancers. While I believe those are strong enough reasons to stop the use of folic acid, I think the research is just as strong to suggest that couples that are having troubles getting pregnant or staying pregnant should avoid folic acid as well. One study actually suggests rather bluntly, and I quote, there is now strong evidence indicating that MTHFR isoforms the mutation, especially C677T, are detrimental for fertility in women and men. One thing that really starts, unquote, one thing that really startles you is the fact that MTHFR mutations affects women and men. And if we're honest, I think most of us don't usually think of something like this really affecting men, but there have been studies across the world that have found men with the C677T 
MTHFR gene mutation that were more likely to have infertility issues. Another study concluded the following, and I quote, In conclusion, this meta-analysis supports that the MTHFR A1298C polymorphism is capable of causing male infertility susceptibility. In other words, and I unquote, in other words, it means that if you've got this polymorphism, this gene mutation, then you're probably going to have a tougher time having a child. And what I think is even more astounding than that is the fact that men with the MTHFR gene mutation can even affect the outcome of the pregnancy. Listen to this quote from a recent study. Quote, Men carrying the MTHFR single nucleotide polymorphism increased the risk of repeat miscarriages in couples, unquote. I know, it seems crazy to think even after the baby's being formed, this gene mutation in the father can be the cause of a miscarriage. But that's what the research is starting to show and bear out. And while we've devoted most of this time to how this gene mutation affects men, other studies have focused on how this gene mutation affects women, especially in regard to fertility. These studies all point to a reduced ability to conceive, decreased likelihood that the embryo is able to be implanted, and a higher likelihood for miscarriage. One study says this, quote, folate deficiency and hyperhomocysteinemia, which is a key marker for MTHFR, can also compromise fertility and lead to pregnancy complications by affecting the development of oocytes, eggs, preparation of endometrial receptivity, implantation of the embryo, and pregnancy. In folliculogenesis, hyperhomocysteinemia can activate apoptosis, which is cell death, leading to follicular atresia and affecting the maturity of oocytes, eggs, and the quality of embryos cultured in vitro, unquote. This has led the Journal of Assisted Reproduction and Genetics to suggest, quote, testing for MTHFR isoforms should be mandatory in all oocyte egg donation programs, not only for the donors, but also for the male partner. So what does this mean for you? Well, whether you have the MTHFR gene mutation or not, you should be taking L-methylfolate and folinic acid instead of folic acid. This action is, concern, or is confirmed by several studies. One study of women suggests that, quote, 5-MTHF, methylfolate, supports plasma folate more actively than folic acid in the general population and in MTHFR SNP carriers, those people with the MTHFR gene mutation. Another study suggests, quote, since 5-MTHF increases the amount of efficient plasma folate more effectively than folic acid, external supplies are a rational way to avoid the MTHFR-related early problems of conception and miscarriages. On the contrary, excess of synthetic folic acid intake will lead to the UMFA syndrome, unmetabolized folic acid syndrome, in this peculiar population. Unmetabolized folic acid syndrome increases the cancer risks." Unquote. In addition, it further states for those specifically with the MTHFR gene mutation that, 
quote, treatment with 5-MTHF, L-methylfolate, of the repeat miscarriages population carrying the MTHFR SNPs C677T and A1298C improved the chances of pregnancy to term. It also avoids an increase in the permanent risks related to UMFA, unmetabolized folic acid, unquote. Finally, the Journal of Assisted Reproduction and Genetics states the conventional use of large doses of folic acid, 5 mg per day, has become obsolete. Regular doses of folic acid, 100 to 200 micrograms, which some studies show is what we get in one piece of fortified bread, can be tolerated in the general population but should be abandoned in the presence of MTHFR mutations, as the biochemical and genetic background of the patient precludes a correct supply of methylfolate, the active compound. A physiological dose of methylfolate bypasses the MTHFR block and is suggested to be an effective treatment for these couples. Moreover, it avoids potential adverse effects of the unmetabolized folic acid syndrome, which is suspected of causing immune dysfunction and other adverse pathological effects such as cancer, especially colorectal and prostate, unquote. And it concluded with treatment of patients with methylfolate may avoid unnecessary, expensive, and invasive art procedures, which are assisted reproductive technology procedures. That's right. Amazingly, if you eat a healthy diet and you take the right supplement forms of folate, you could avoid the need to have fertility treatments and IVF. This was confirmed in conversations I've had with a maternal fetal medicine physician who suggested that half to three quarters of his patients wouldn't even need to see him if they made this one change and they would have, they would have a greater likelihood of getting pregnant, pregnant, staying pregnant, and having a healthy child without allergies. So when you're tempted just to take any old prenatal or multivitamin, Take ownership of your health and take some time to look it over. Make sure it doesn't contain folic acid, but instead that it contains methylfolate or folinic acid to avoid allergies and asthma in your kids, as well as ensure the healthiest pregnancy possible. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Frontline Health by CenturionLabs.com. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please share it with some of your friends or family that would benefit from Frontline Health. We look forward to you joining us again on our next episode. Thanks for joining us for this edition of the Frontline Health Podcast by Centurion, where our desire is to elevate your health and life. If you found benefit from this episode or know someone who could, please pass it along. We'd love to hear any feedback or questions you may have by emailing us at admin at centurionlabs.com. Until next time, remember, you are your best health advocate. So go take ownership of your health today.